And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, more farm reaction to the big dump of snow during the past two days and full details as to who got what. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. This week's snow across southern Saskatchewan is being welcomed by both grain and livestock producers as a much-needed source of moisture. The Weather Office estimates Regina has had about 35 centimetres or over one foot of snow. Jim Wickett farms at Rosetown in west-central Saskatchewan and estimates he has received six to eight inches of snow. Well, I think it's pretty welcome. Uh, it's, it's good to have some ground cover. That's the first and foremost is get the ground covered up. And, you know, I guess it just lets us know that there's uh, some moisture out there and it, it can still fall from the sky, so we're pretty happy about that. So it's a boost to morale? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I haven't seen too many guys too uh, upset about it. There's, uh, you know, it depends if you catch them at the start of shoveling the driveway or at the end, but uh, it's everybody's still pretty positive. And it'll help pastures and, of course, replenish some moisture, but more will be needed? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we've got about eight inches of snow here in Rosetown. So, it, you know, this is a really good start. You know, it's probably similar to Regina. A lot of the, uh, you know, snowpack really kind of runs off. So if there's moisture around, you know, there's a few sloughs here and there and then fills up some of the dugouts and that kind of thing. Uh, moisture seems to attract moisture. So anyways, if we can get that, get a get a shot again in the spring, I think we'll be good. Jim, the Canadian National Railways has been struggling to meet grain car commitments. They fired the CEO of CN yesterday. Your thoughts there? Well, you know, you, you kind of hate to always see someone else's misfortune but uh you know when when you make decisions of laying staff off and uh, and, and getting rid of uh, locomotive power and do kind of those kind of things just to uh make your bottom line look better those are decisions that you make as a ceo and those are decisions that you uh you die with as a ceo and and i see that they've you know held him accountable to that decision jim wicked farms at rosetown and is chair of the western canadian wheat growers association the latest stats from Environment Canada show a wide area of Saskatchewan received snow during the past 48 hours. Regina had 30 to 35 centimetres or about one foot. Melville had the biggest amount at 43 centimetres, followed by Prince Albert at 39. Saskatoon and Broadview received 20 to 25 centimetres of snow, while most of the rest of the province had 15 to 20 centimetres, including Weyburn, Estevan, Cornac and North Battleford. From Cumberland House to Carndiff, Pine House to Pontex, the 87 RCMP detachments that make up F Division in Saskatchewan are conducting rural town hall-style meetings. Last night, they met with residents in Bigger. Staff Sergeant Ron Embry says consulting communities has always been a part of the RCMP annual strategic planning process, but they typically have been consulting mayors, reeves, and councillors. But when you when you host a town hall meeting, that's completely open to the general public. So it gives them an opportunity to come in and express any questions or thoughts or feelings that, that they have, which we welcome. Embry says town halls also afford the RCMP the opportunity to share with the public some of the initiatives that they're engaged in. He says you should contact your local detachment to find out when a town hall meeting is going to be held in your region. All of the meetings are being held over the next two to three months. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. 
A five-year study at the University of Saskatchewan uses computer technology and historical data to examine the changing climate in Western Canada. John Pomeroy is the Canada Research Chair in Water Resources and Climate Change at the U of S. Pomeroy highlights the five-year study. Well, in Western Canada, that means that we want to look at the snowpack, we want to look at uh, runoff generation, stream flow, droughts and floods, and also uh, changes to our the timing of these things and when they occur. And uh, that's what we've been doing intensively over the last five years in the Changing Cold Regions Network. Pomeroy says the climate change findings are astounding. The results are, in fact, somewhat distressing because in the last five years, We've seen extremes of floods and droughts in Western Canada that are as large as anything seen over the previous century. And uh, we're also seeing rapid decline in glaciers, uh, reduction in the spring snow cover period, and melt of northern permafrost. The ground ice is melting out very rapidly, causing collapse of forests in the Northwest Territories. So there's, there's dramatic changes occurring everywhere. We have floods in summer when they never used to occur over the prairies. And we've seen rain on snow events such as the Calgary flood in 2013 that uh, hadn't happened for a century. So uh, lots of changes going on. Pomeroy says the changes are real and not just due to improved climate monitoring. No, it's not. The, uh, you know, the, the temperatures at Inuvik in the Northwest Territories, the winter minimums have risen by 8 degrees Celsius since 1960. In uh, Saskatchewan in 2014, we had summer flooding in July in eastern Saskatchewan at a time when streams are normally dry. And we've never recorded rainfall caused flooding of that extent before in the province. So we're seeing things that are simply exceptional uh, that have not occurred since any measurements began, which goes to the early 20th century, and they're not even in the uh, oral traditions of the indigenous peoples. So we're moving well outside of any human experience. Pomeroy says the research shows more effort will be needed to control flooding and other serious weather issues. Well, we have to be really well prepared, better prepared for floods and droughts of the size and intensity that we've never seen before. And this means uh, having things such as flood and drought prediction systems, so we have extra warning about these, but also uh, we need to re-engineer our water infrastructure in Western Canada so that we can survive these events and maintain our prosperity and keep our cities safe. And that's uh, a very important thing as we look at, you know, what sort of agriculture will we have in the future, how much water for irrigation will we have, what sort of flood defenses we need around our cities. And the answer is these need to be more intense, extensive and uh, greater than what worked in the last century. Pomeroy says the financial loss to climate change has been huge in Western Canada. In Canada's history, there's about a billion dollars of flood damages up from Confederation to the year 2000. And the costs have been running at over a billion dollars a year ever since. And most of that has been in Saskatchewan, Alberta, and Manitoba. So the uh, you know when you get $6 billion in the Calgary flood and then $9 billion from the Fort Mac fires and uh, $2 billion from the prairie floods, and year after year like that, that, that really takes a, a massive hit on our economies. And, uh, and the misery, the personal misery for people affected by flood and drought is, is harder to quantify, but it's, it's quite terrible. Pomeroy says computer models have been built to help predict future weather in the coming century. I have to admit, seeing it all put together in the documentary uh, was very sobering. And um, the, uh, we've got tremendous challenges ahead, but we're, we're fortunate that there's a wonderful community of climate and water scientists in Canada that are very good. And... 
and that will help, but it's, it's going to be a tomendous challenge for our society. John Pomeroy is the Canada Chair in Water Resources and Climate Change at the University of Saskatchewan. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading this morning. Canola fell 70 cents at 496.54. Oats dropped to $1.32 at $166.16. Number one red spring wheat went down 614 at 224.26. The rest were all unchanged. Durham 258.25. Feed barley 187.63. Flax 463.68. Yellow peas, 236.37. Feed wheat, 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is up one and a quarter cents at 6.25 and a half a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-5358 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of March 6th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was a Senna boy's turn. Hefferet sold from $1.10 to $1.30. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.80 cents to $0.93. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.80. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.01 cent to $0.40. Cents. Nobody wants them. Good butcher bulls sold from $0.89 cents to $1.07. We had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale here in Weyburn yesterday. Even with all this snow, all the buyers were here to get them bought and shipped out. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.55 and sold up to $2.69. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.47 and sold up to $2.67. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.32 and sold up to $2.52. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.18 and sold up to $2.43. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2.08 and sold up to $2.24. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.89 and sold up to $2.06. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.77 and sold up to $1.86. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.67 and sold up to $1.74. The lighter heifers were about 25 to 30 cents back from the steers. The heavier heifers were about 15 cents back. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500-pound grasser steers at $2.55 a pound, a group of 560-pound tan steers at $2.41 a pound, a group of 600-pound tan steers at $2.30 a pound, a group of 650-pound tan steers at $2.20 a pound. A group of 715-pound tan steers at $2.09 a pound. A load of 790-pound reputation black Angus steers from the Taylor Ranch at $1.84 a pound. 
a load of 890-pound black Angus steers, also from the Taylor Ranch, at $1.68 and a half cents a pound. This has been Stephanie Dake reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,500 hogs Monday, selling a range of 146 to 156 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 head, selling a range of 147 to 157 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened up this morning. Monday, the Canadian dollar was down 51 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2977. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.49 cents US. US cash markets received a positive boost from wholesale pork prices yesterday, with most regional markets reporting gains of 50 cents US 100 weight. The pork carcass cutout gained more than $1.50 100 weight in yesterday's trade, with hams and bellies both gaining more than $3 US 100 weight. This places ham values about 15% higher than at the same time last year, but belly prices are about 15% lower. Lean hog futures responded by posting gains of more than $1 US 100 weight in yesterday's trade, despite the ongoing uncertainty on the trade front. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Periods of light snow, but it won't be like it's been the last couple days. It's just very light snow. Wind northwest 20, the high minus 7. Clearing tonight, the low minus 19. The wind chill minus 25 tonight. Wednesday, partly cloudy, wind 15 at 15 kilometers per hour, the high minus 7. The wind chill minus 26. Tomorrow, the low minus 16. Thursday, sunny with a high minus 5, the low minus 10. Friday, cloudy, 40% chance of flurries, the high minus 2, the low minus 12. Saturday, sunny skies, the high minus 3, the low minus 9. Sunday, sunny with a high of plus 3 and the low minus 8. Monday, sunny and melting again. The high forecast for Monday, plus 4. The normal high for this time of year is minus 2. The normal low, minus 14. The sun rose at 7.32 this morning. It sets at 6.47 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan, minus 8. Saskatoon, minus 9. Swift Current, minus 12. Weyburn, minus 10. Yorkton is minus 7. In Regina, with drifting snow, it's minus 10. That's 14 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 23. The wind chill, minus 18. Humidity, 82%. The barometer rising, 103.1. Light snow in Moose Jaw, minus 10 degrees. Winds are from the west, northwest at 18. Once again, Regina has drifting snow and minus 10 degrees. That's 14 degrees Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.